0: hello my friends and welcome to i believe episode 16 that's not i'm not sure of the council of fans podcast where today there is only three of us but nonetheless we still have ken hello my friend hi as always sounding really eager to be on but also we have the eager nikki as well hello my friend
1: and then there were three. Hello, everyone. How are you today?
0: <laughs> and three is company as well. And I think that's the third time I made that joke on this channel now. So um, I don't want to rinse that too much. But this is just more of a um, where we can just dis- today's podcast is just going to be us discussing everything that's happened over the last um, few weeks. It's been pretty crazy. And we know we've got a though we've got what's happening with the mid late second age how's that going to work well, that's going to be the main discussion point of today's podcast is mid second age late second age how can amazon do it why amazon chosen isildo and and I'm about to say hen Isildur and elendil etc because this is on the same day where Terror Media br on twitter also revealed that um lloyd owen is Elendil. i think we knew about for months as well but um we didn't release that uh Due to reasons that we can't say, but um, we have uh, we did do a sildo, and now then a week later, we also reveal that Galadriel, funnily enough, is in Numenor, and she Elendil takes her to meet Queen Muriel in their cha- in the the massive queen's throne room, which is like a colosseum. Then, of along with her is Charlie Vickers etc and we'll get we we'll just get into all of that later his, later his character but hen i think i um, will start off with you first let's get into this the isildur what what's happened here just it's been a six month roller coaster how have we gotten to this point
2: uh it's it's been suddenly surprising to see isildur and Elendil and by implication, all those other characters—it's a completely different context than the one many of us, especially myself, were thinking that the show was going to focus on. Um, but you know, it's—it's it's, the story itself is just as good, um, and I hope that they find a way to thread the other stories of the Second Age through as well. How they do it is at this point in time completely beyond me. But I trust, I think they will, and I trust that they will. How well they'll do it is anyone's guess at this point. But certainly, Sildur, um is, you know, it's interesting. It's its cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, I think in today's video, we will be discussing how could Amazon do this, etc. But, Nikki, you were on the video as it was, when we revealed it. And it seems like you were the surprise one who didn't know beforehand, but the news when you heard it... um. You know we go over what it was like, and also now after a few days, a week, few weeks, what are your afterthoughts now?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't know about all of this beforehand, um, because I hadn't been paying attention. I think, <laughs> and I specifically asked not to know this information beforehand because it would be nice to hear it live. So what you heard from me in the last uh video was definitely my genuine rea- reaction to everything um i still feel the same way uh like it's there's still a lot of stuff they can cover i am of course very disappointed because i would love to see the forging of the rings and i think that amazon is missing a lot like like in full like the full story as in they're missing out in a lot of really good moments in the second age by starting um with the Sildor. But at the same time I can understand why they would do it and it does leave them open for spin offs in the future as well. So Indeed. Yeah.
0: But a thing you mentioned there, which is is totally fine, is that we won't see the forging or Calibrimbo. But that as this this is why this we have to have the discussion because it's so strange and we currently don't know what amazon are doing because there is still we've heard rumors that there is still a Kelly brimble in the show despite this is still yeah. the news but the extent to how much you'll be in the first season is currently we can see at this point unknown but um we there we'll talk about a few theories of how amazon could do that and because it can i think is good we can say that um it does seem like that we will be getting potentially still the four yeah, sure. and Kelly brimble but it's how we get it i don't think it will be in uh it's hard to play uh say it put properly together but more of a, like a narrative straight you know a to b it's all in the same timeline it maybe it could be a, a flashback etc so do you think that is potentially that we could still see the forging
2: i think we will see it now there is the option of course that they'll kind of a debrief on it and kind of rush through it in the first two episodes and be done with it. I don't think that's really what's happening here. Um, I think that there are really a couple of main options. One of them is that they're kind of crunching the whole timeline in such a way that we mostly thus far have been hearing about stuff in Numenor, yeah? Um, About Isildur, about Alendil, that sort of stuff um so it may just as well be that at the same time that queen Muriel and and the old possibly very infirm by this point are Palantir and everyone it's very possible that they are that, that at the same time as they are doing their thing on the island celebrimbor is in middle earth doing his thing so that's possible. It would be It would be a very big um, thing, you know, a change to the timeline, but it's possible. The other option is the is the David W. Griffith intolerance way to do it, or the Godfather Two way of doing it, which is to intercut different sti- different timelines. Which I understand the Witcher did as well. Um, that's possible too. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I think we at the moment really can't say. No.
0: But this is, by the way, all speculation. Just us discussing. We're it is. Here. It's just educated guesses. Yeah.
2: But for me,
0: the first one for me would be um having uh, the forging you know, and have it in the first two episodes and part of that massive um prologue as much as that is to um Hens disdain. But um, I just think that it will really be interesting. But the thing about time compression that I um thing I don't get is that if galadriel is um in Numenor, then how does that work out with the time compression? But actually first um before we get into oh that discussion Yeah but before we go to that discussion we'll go um to Nikki. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah. Well back to what we were talking about before. Um I don't know uh, I... Like, like I said, I would love to have seen that whole storyline played out fully um, in real time. Um, because I think it would be interesting. But uh, it's kind of like what they did in the prologue of The Lord of the Rings, like the Fellowship of the Ring. Um, they kind of showed some parts of it just edited together. They could do that. Or they could do flashbacks. They could do it in conversations. Or they could, like you said, um, have the have it like really sped up and like kind of like what's happened before or where are we now kind of um prologue in one of the first episodes
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, indeed yeah. and um about time compression the thing that i think the only thing that doesn't make that could even make sense even though it's really highly unlikely is that so, from the latest review, a uh, well not latest one around Galadriel with her Numenor, it was said that the reason she went on that journey was to ask for aid from the Numenorians in Middle Earth, as there are lots of Orc armies attacking. It seems like coastal towns, or uh, we're not sure who they're attacking. It might be some Elven places as well. But we know that Galadriel and Charlie Rickers, who is um, a human, a, a leader of men in Eriador. They both go over and ask him for Queen Muriel and Numenor's help and this is greatly discussed. So if that is the case I could see a possibility of maybe the time compression is so compressed that we have the forging of the rings and, and Galad was actually asking for help from um from the Numenorians for the war the elves and Sauron that's currently happening in Mid-Leath. and. I'm probably sure I have lost a lot of people here right now. Or maybe I'm not explaining it properly. But And that is the, probably the reason why this isn't the best way to go. But have it. So in Middle-earth, when Galadriel is leaving, that, what's happened there is the rings have been forged. And, um, and it's the War on the Elves of Sauron and has fallen. Then Galadriel is going to ask for aid from Numenor. for But at uh, Numenor, at uh, this time, it should be the late second age and instead of having um, Tar Minasde, you will have uh, Tar Palante or Queen Muriel. And then have it together like that. And that's the only real way I see time compression working. And I still think that is unlikely. Because that's just I mean, because if Galadriel is going from, from Middle Earth, to Numenor she can't be time jumping it can't be like she's going in a time machine like she's going from 1500 of the second age of um the Forge of the Rings to late Numenor because we know in fact that at least at least we can all say right now Numenor is late second age that's 100 percent and um so yeah I think that is the problem with that glad your knees are making the time compression thing seem likely but I'm sure can you have some counters
2: um no I just don't see the issue really like uh situation yeah you have Miriel in and Palantir and a young relatively young Fëanor's and a very young Isildur and a young, and an, and an Elendil all in Númenor yeah and you have supposedly um Celebrimbor and certainly Elrond and Gilgalad and all these people in Middle-earth and you also can have orc attacks on human villages, probably, or even elven ones, it doesn't really matter. Um, at the same time, it's it's perfectly possible. And for those attacks to then spur Galadriel, uh, mm-hmm. spur Galadriel into taking a voyage into New or to ask for help, perfectly possible. Like, wh- whatever, I think this is an important point perhaps to mention uh, or to elucidate, which is that. Either scenarios, the the late Second Age or the Middle of Second Age, the situation opens in a state of, as the synopsis says, relative peace. But this is a franchise that has always been, you know, action adventure or so they're gonna have to they're gonna want to have fight scenes in it. So they're gonna have orc attacks no matter what. Just as a ploy to get, you know? to have something happening you can't start a show really completely like at peace tranquil nothing really serious is happening something has to be happening so i really don't don't see how those different things really collide i think i think they can go together they can and again it's it's i don't want to make too much out of it because it is just educated guesses at this point i'm really waiting for more learn more about it before i really commit to to something but it's 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 an option
0: Mm -hmm. but um we did ask the viewers and 374 of you um responded and to the poll on twitter and we'll um uh, and if you want to follow me on twitter is fans fellowship if you want to join in with these polls as well but we asked How would you like to see the Forging of the rings plus mid second age in the show time compression flashbacks to in the two episode prologue or other other being probably having show with them from season one and have it not be shoved into or not be that important in the overall narrative of season one which is looking like it will not be but 17.6% said time compression Seventeen point six percent said flashbacks. Seventeen point nine percent said other. Forty six point eight percent said two episode prologue. So it seems like right now, people would like to see it. The at least if the best way they want to see the forging is in the two episode prologue. So um, Nikki, first for your thoughts on this, do you think this does justice or could make sense? Would you rather them not sh- Amazon not show? Um, The Forging of the Rings at all Or have it in the first two episode prologue Remember this is all speculation Go. I don't
1: know It really depends on (laughs) I suppose it really depends on whether or not They're planning on making uh, Making a prequel series um, Of this prequel series Again (laughs) Uh, Because if that's the case I mean They're going to have to have that planned already Because filming like uh, both filming flashbacks and compressing it into the first episode, um, well, they're going to have to plan it out properly because it's going to have to be the same as the uh, the the series. But um, if I had to choose, I would rather see it in flashbacks and then have a prequel series that details the whole thing.
0: Mhm mhm indeed and i think a lot of the arguments that were made before were saying oh we can have um the middle second age in the fir- in this show then the, then the spin-off show it be around the late second age or maybe that is happening but it's happening the other way around so we have the late second age in the show then the spin-off show be a prequel to the prequel as nikki said around the um around the mid-second age and the forging of the rings more elaborated but still we have heard rumors that there is still going to be um a keller brimble and uh, the rings being forged in uh, this show but hen 46.8 percent two episode prologue
2: i wonder i wonder if people thought this through i think the the thing that motivates them is well that that wouldn't clash with um the canon Doing it in a prologue, but it's also kind of wasting a very good storyline in trying to get it into just two episodes or part of two episodes. I really don't think Amazon is are doing it. Like, can you really like imagine one of the major members of the cast that we have is only there for two episodes, and and that's it? And not like because he dies dramatically, although Kilbrimble does, but but just because the story moves ahead to other stuff. I think that's highly unlikely. Um, also, this idea of the spin-off show, which is a thing, certainly, um, being, being a prequel to this, um, I think that's also extremely unlikely, because um, the characters... This show, this show, is certainly going to have Elrond and Galadriel in major roles. They've cast them. Uh, I now, think, I think the showrunners are conscious that it would be way, way too big a commitment for Morphid Clark and presumably um, Robert Arameo to be, you know, contracted not just for five seasons of this show, but for who knows how many of a prequel show that will only start after this. Yeah, and that's so, the reason. Yeah,
0: just yeah. Well,
2: if you were doing it the other way around, most of the characters of the Akalabeth don't appear in the story of of the forging. Whereas if you do it the other way around, that 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 doesn't work, and you have an issue with with actor availability that becomes uh, really acute. I think. So so I don't think that's that's really a viable option.
0: No, and I think just in general that was never going to work either way. But um anyways doesn't matter as we ask looks like in Newman, that's why in all my tweets I'm saying we've been getting the late second age. But I think the next bit to go on is um why is showing Isildur, Farozon, Muriel, Elendul, the Faithful, the Kingsmen galadriel in numenor the war of the last alliance why is that good for amazon why have they why have jd payne and patrick mckay decided to choose that timeline for this second aid show so i think that's the next thing that i think is really been playing on my mind as well so what do you guys think
2: mm. Now there, there are two options as to why they chose this. The one option is the bad one, now we'll call it the Ranking and Bass option, because if anyone had the misfortune of looking into the Ranking and Bass Return of the King TV special, and it's especially relevant because it is a TV special, it is basically a couple of people looking on the Lord of the Rings and thinking, there's way too much in this for us to tell all of it. So we have to tell a part of it. Well, if you have to tell a part of it, you can't tell the beginning, and you can't tell the middle, you have to tell the end, because then at least you have an ending. Um, so they kind of do the very end of the Lord of the Rings, and, uh, and, and, uh, and just very, very confused flashbacks and cutaways and things, and call it a day. That would be the bad option. I don't think that's what, what's happening here. Or i'd like to think that it's not i'd wait for some context um the better option is that there's just elements of this story that are more more appealing to these showrunners Um, that could be any number of things it could be that there are more there's a bigger potential for prequel moments in this oh look isildur elendil the last alliance in Asterith at some point, you know, more, more stuff that we recognize, that's one thing. Um, the other one is that it's more like Game of Thrones, really. Um, the late Numenorian period, both periods are more like Game of Thrones than what we're used to, really. The late Numenorian period is really very much like that. It's all about the court in Numenor and the politics of the court. And eventually there's a tiny there's a little bit of incest that goes on and the ending is a kind of uh, you know hamlet type everyone died the end type of thing it's very very that sort of and and there's there's a coup d'etat there's there's all these things so that's that's another the, the, there are several reasons why this would appeal to the showrunners i think
0: mm-hmm. so i don't know and Nikki, as saying this from probably the average fans going to view, or just a person who just watched the movies and they're returning do you think that has played into why amazon are probably doing the late second age because as ken said there's so many memorable things that they would probably remember for example if you put a poster up of um I don't know Keller or even Curdan, who isn't remembered that much but then have one of Isildur who looks really like a Maxi really looking like Harry Sinclair etc and people are mentioning Lori Do and looks a lot like Elendil it makes a lot more sense do you think Amazon have gone that way and that's part of their decision
1: um yes it would, well it would make sense wouldn't it like um to like there is a big Tolkien community there is um but it doesn't cover the world like there is an even bigger Tolkien community when it comes to the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and the movies and then it becomes smaller gradually when you go through all of the other books um so I can sort of understand them wanting to make it relatable to everyone and not just the super super fans that are because uh, I have a lot of friends who are very big fans of both the movies and the books but they haven't read Silmarillion or they haven't like some have heard some things but they don't know so for them it's actually a good thing that they are starting with something that they already understand and know and it makes it more relatable for them Um Which I can understand. And from a marketing perspective, you do, you kind of have to go with what works and what already works. Why change a formula that has already worked? So it makes sense, I guess. Mm
0: -hmm. It's, um,
1: and then they can slowly, like, I guess. With spin-offs and everything, they can move backwards slowly and then introduce things and then make um, characters relatable that they haven't heard of and then they can do it that way. But I still think that, I mean, it would be nice. It would be nice to see the whole thing made <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just gonna patiently wait until they make it all.
2: It's very interesting that they sought to maintain the semblance of characters, of actors, that we've really only seen in some cases for a couple of frames. Like, how much do we really see Elendil in the Lord of the Rings movies? Not much. And yet, as you said, uh, Lloyd Owen looks like looks like him. So, you know, really gone a distance to do that. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and... Um just for my just for my i'd say the fellowship of fans thesis on this is that you the the reason why the mid-second age is um it would be a really good choice for to get the um average fans in is the forging you know, of the rings it's um you finally see how the one ring is being forged but around that, the doors of durian door, and that could be a possible thing i'm maybe not sure everyone remembers Potentially, what doors of doing were, but maybe that's just a nice, another little, um, uh, I say little interconnected yeah. thing. But the things, except from that, with the mid second age, especially with Numenor, this is an entire new continent. And you'd have okay, we've got okay, we might have Telperian, we might have, um, maybe Eldarion and Arrendis, we might have, um, Tarminastir, but. It's just even with the dwarves as well. It's a really weird period. Like you you can have a during that makes sense. And then it's because of Doom Peak. But I just think that. With the late second age, okay, you still, by showing, you've bought the second age rights, uh, the rights for the second age. So in this show, we will show either flashback or in the first chapter, something like that. We will show the Forge of the Rings as people remember that. But then also, we've got Elendal, we've got Isildur, we remember them. Remember the, um, the two... <laughs> Um, the argonath that we see in the um in the films oh, you yeah, can explain sure. it to that as well. Then you've got for example the planters. The planters uh, as well. That comes, you know, um I think one of the spots that they show in the movies I'll try have on screen right now was actually one of the places where Elendil stored one of their planters. And uh, for example it will explain in the future where um where so many other structures um were built from were built and even we've got um even with cars of doom it's it's much more easier to be connected to the late um um into the third age also the army of the they can amazon can explain how the, uh, peter jackson did the army of the dead and how that oath made sense and then also with the prequel with um then the prologue of the lord of the rings is the ring wasn't Thrown into the fire of Mount Doom. I, I know though was done a bit dirty by Peter Jackson. Maybe it was a bit over dramatized, but that's for um, drama's sake. That's pretend. That's fine. But showing that again in the War of the Last Alliance is, and it's a much better um, culmination of everything that's gone on in the Second Age. It is. It is. Yeah. You've got. You've got. Even for example, even I think something like all the three peoples fought in this final battle, and the War of the Last Alliance. You've got. Numenor coming to save the day you have what well, they're, they're coming to help out then you've got um you've got for example even orifeth and then you can have thranduil there maybe as well but yeah, sure. and then having well just like you maybe mid second age you've got the rings you've got um You've got the four, and you've got the doors during, but here that's already eight, nine things I've been able to list off, which makes it. And so you much. have
2: Kalibrimbo himself.
0: Yeah, Kalibrimbo himself. And then, but then by having the rings being forged in this late second aid show, but maybe as a flashback would make sense. Or maybe, yeah. maybe as a standalone yeah. episode, that could, um, maybe we have a cool That I know, yeah, but one
2: episode, but, uh, yeah. one episode isn't enough, you see.
0: <laughs> it isn't, but, um, Amazon can make it enough, I think, I feel like. <clears throat> All you have to do is have Anatar goes... It can happen over literally an episode. Anatar goes to Linden, gets rejected. Then the next scene, he is travelling to... Um, um, Anatar is travelling to... Uh, a region Ostinatil meets Celebrimil, Great and Merdain. Then they can just condense everything. They make the first batch of rings. They make the second batch of rings. Then the one ring is secretly forged. And after that, Celebrim will return forges the three elven rings those get sent out then he dies i think i can see that another thing um nikki i know that you have watched carnival row and i know there's good omens as well on amazon prime but they amazon originals in both of those series nikki do you remember i think it was like episode three for carnival row and then it was actually episode three for um for good omens as well where they had out of the eight episode season all all seven episodes were set in the present time. But then episode three for both of those series was set in the past. It was like a whole episode. Nikki, do you remember the one from Carnival Row, where yeah, it was I do, a backstory? It, ex- it explained the relationship between the two char- two central characters who weren't really. Lo- it's hard to explain, but explained it showed. Um, explain the backstory as to why these two lovers don't love each other anymore because it showed how they really did find each other and fall in love with each other and why that's so important to the plot so maybe showing amazon just as a standalone episode when they just showed the forging of the rings and why that's important to salvern later on but then mm. that is what i think the two episode prologue is for and I think it, it's been coincidental now that in the two Amazon original, original shows that I've watched, they have both um, done that in their third episode. It probably wouldn't be the third episode here, but it would still um, make sense, really, that they could do that. And none of this what we've said so far is we've known or we can confirm. It's just speculation as <coughs> well. But
1: yeah, we have to keep mentioning that because it is most of what, like, most of what we're talking about and have been talking about since, uh, in, for almost a year now, <laughs> um, is, uh, is speculation. And it has always been and it will be until we either get confirmation or we get, uh, to watch the show. So, or yeah.
0: even a teaser, well, or even a teaser trailer. Started. Yeah. I'm sure we can find yeah. straight to a, um, but I think another thing that we can um just think about from this as well is more to that Galadriel numenor. Because I think what Amazon has done there is say, okay, we've got the late Second Age, so we've got everything with Numenor sorted out. But the elves, they don't really have much to do in this time period. But now, by having the elves send an envoy within Galadriel, who is the main character, because she by having her go to mid Numenon back to middle earth sending this news asking for aid this connects everything together in the show so that is why she is the main character and it looks like the elves are having to fight off these orc attacks or they're not being able to deal with them this deal with them quite well but then Galadriel goes over asks Queen Muriel says some pushback, but then the Numenorians at the end do say, Okay, we agree we will come back with you. And I think by doing that, you make Galadriel still the main character. Not a Sildor, not an of that. Of course it won't be like a single, single main character, but I think I remember the observer saying Um that Eldian, Galadriel would be the main character, and by doing this, making her Go to Numenor, making her ask for the um, asking for them to send the army back. Having her be that protagonist, the one thing, and then maybe having the elves decide that they have to go and sort this out. You have to do it, Galadriel, and then she comes back to Middle Earth with Queen Muriel, as well. So I think it just makes sense that they are inventing a lot of stuff for Galadriel to do and the elves to do, but it does make sense. But um. Nikki, I we actually haven't asked for your opinions on this around Galadriel and Numenor. It isn't canon necessarily, technically it isn't, but is it? Do you think Amazon allowed leeway here?
1: Uh, whew, good question. Um, well, it's it's clear that they are allowed a lot of leeway, hmm. I suppose. Um, I'm trying to picture the timeline as in, like for Galadriel's journey through Middle Earth and where she's supposed to end up um and what's supposed to happen you know with everything with her family with her like uh, country uh, <laughs> not country but like her home uh Lothlórien everything like that um i mean it's it's all happening throughout that that time period so it's kind of um a little bit Interesting. How how is that going to work? Is it going to be like is she?
0: Well, she. It it seems like she goes part of her journey.
1: Does she? Does she do this? Because of course, Silmarillion doesn't cover all of Galadriel's journey in detail. So she might have gone to Numenor. We don't know, but um, uh, I don't. I just don't know when or how. Mm -hmm. It would have to be like. I
0: don't know and yeah and i think i don't want to go back i know we go back a lot to those famous thomas shippey quotes um i know some of that does seem not to be a lot true but like is quite outdated but the one thing he did say which i think the thing where he talks about the tolkien estate is the main thing that i think still holds true because um if he says, like for example, Amazon can invent what happens in the meantime. Sauron doesn't come back until five hundred the second age, but they can invent the reason why. That's a specific example. He said that Galadriel doesn't do much between three thousand one hundred three thousand four hundred of the second age, but yes. mm-hmm. Amazon can invent um her doing that because it's not contradicting Tolkien's law,
2: is it? Mm-hmm. And-
1: Oh no, no! No, no!
2: I, I really—am I the only one who really doesn't see the issue with Galadriel visiting? And she's visiting. She may be there for a couple of episodes, but it's still a visit. Yeah. see you know?
1: The issue. I'm it, just trying to yeah, uh, just, figure it's, out it's, where it's, she is in yeah. her journey when she's doing this.
2: Yeah, but you know, she's also—it's—it's. It's, if we think of this show as again a kind of like Kingdom of Heaven type thing. Um, Game of Thrones type thing, um, then having emissaries is a very standard storytelling device that one person from one kingdom goes to another kingdom or to another place to talk to people, convince people to do something, get them to, you know, move things that sort of thing is very usual for these kinds of things um and uh, and galadriel is moving all over the place in the second age anyway and especially in the late second age where she really has nothing to do really not really um 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 so it makes sense i don't even think at this point that she'd settle in that she had settled into lothlorien actually if, if memory serves me well, that happens well into the third age, um, and not, not at this yeah, point. But um, I she's described she in different versions, being all over the place.
0: She stays there, but I think at that time, I've forgotten top of my head, but there is actually, is it, um, there is actually someone else who is, um, well, basically the king of Lodian at that time. Is yeah, Amdir, Amdir, there we go, Amdir, yeah, King Amdir. Um, I thought that was, I thought that was it. So Orypha is, um, he's uh, woodland rum further north. And then you got on in, in, the, um, south to the sides of, um, the misty mountains. So, um, I think, well, I think, yeah, to the east. So it's interesting because another thing I'd actually, I'd like to get into a discussion, that I think, no, think we've actually done, but by doing the late second age, you finally get more of a chance to explore on Thranduil's, uh, Orifers, and even King Arndis' their story because in the end they are going to be, they are King Arndis and Orifers. They're the subsection in the Last Lions in the Freeze Peoples. <coughs> of course, you know they get obliterated, but um, having to build that up, maybe have the reasons they have. I think they lose two thirds of their army. Um, doing that, yes. along with RFA being killed, and um, I think Amazon, because if it's the mid Second Age, you can maybe, but like sure the effect the Second Age, um, the the forging of the rings has, but I think in the late Second Age, you got more of a chance to add in um, to expand on them yes. as well. Yeah, what do you guys think about that?
2: Um. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, Lorien would have been relevant to the mid-Second Age as well, because they fight in Eregion. But, uh, the Woodland Realm, yeah, we wouldn't have seen it. It wouldn't be the same Woodland Realm, though, because, um, the Woodland Realm at this point sits not where we see it in the Desolation of Smaug. It actually sits where Doguldur would be. So, it would be, you know, um, yeah, quite close to Lorien, actually. So, uh... (laughs) It would be a bit different, but you know, like same armor and sort of thing. I can definitely see, and you know, someone that looks kind of like the Paces dead. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. It's it's eventually. I I don't know that all of this stuff. Some of this stuff may well be for future seasons. I think the same is true of like Umbar and Harad. Don't think they'll be in this season, but in this season, but in future ones, sure. Um, and it's, there, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Yes. A lot of
0: stuff while talking about um the uh, having these other play people and places you may now see nikki i always remember like i think it was five or six podcasts ago we we mentioned hobbit just is a joke like possibly how could they possibly yeah. be in the show you said i would hate i think you personally said you're um for as me and are as well but in the mid, yeah. even in the midst i think would have made no sense during the forging or the mid-second age but in the towards the end i, guess, yes. the end, I can start to see okay it's still not really that necessary but it is um close is beginning on the third age because if it still does in the show they're gonna have to show his death probably so it'll be into the third age but probably like by one or two years but i just yeah. think that it may, what do you think, Nikki? Does it? Do you think you start Okay, it makes a bit more sense now having not sense, but we can is more sympathetic to the idea of having hobbits in the late second age, because for example, we know that we would be probably seeing the um seeing a the prime um elven the prime elven place in uh, minus linden because but that's more um settled down at this point, but having Eregion there, that's gone. You got Eriador. To be known, Charlie Vickers is a leader of men from Eriador who is also sent as an envoy to Numenor to ask for help against these walk attacks. But maybe the hobbits can feel their shoes there as well. Maybe the hobbits are getting attacked as well because not attacked, but like they are involved a bit more. Do you see that?
1: Um Uh well <sighs> Like, I mean, I remember having that conversation and we were at that point deep into, like, the lore of Tolkien, the lore of Second Age and discussing, like, uh, from early Second Age all the way through. And, um, yes, I mean, it wouldn't have made sense as much early on. and uh, But then again, I mean, I was always expecting stuff like that to happen because, partially because although Hobbits may not be mentioned nearly at all uh, in Silmarillion um, they it doesn't say that they didn't exist at all like, it just doesn't mention them like, there's no relevant major storyline like it is in The Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit yeah, but, but then the if side, you
0: combine then Tommy Shippey Think Amazon can invent what happens between periods of time? Do you think we are seeing that yeah, yeah. again?
1: Yes. Um, yes, I think we are, um, and that's what I was getting to. Like, w- if you really think about it, both major uh, franchise, m- both major series, um, both The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, was about hobbits. So everybody yeah. who doesn't read the books, they know, like in their mind. Hobbits is such a major part of Middle Earth um, that it wouldn't make sense for them to leave them out completely. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they're starting later on, yes, um, it would make sense that there are Hobbits. I'm just curious about how they're going to incorporate them and what sort of storylines, because they're not going to be... they like, could be supplements to other people's storylines, but if they're going to have their own little hero... Storylines kind of like frodo and and Bilbo did in their respective movies and stories and books I wonder what that will be um and i I'm excited to see it because um you know I want to see what they do and what they bring to the table, but um I just can't think of that what that would be at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No. I find it completely puzzling
0: yeah yeah i like cause i think we'll just have to um wait and see what amazon does have in store for us with Mm -hmm. the hobbits in the late second age and i'm thinking that well well, we know that when probably this comes out, we are after the one year anniversary of um, the Council of Fans podcast. We'll probably have a special out for that after. But I think that I think it was like November seventeenth, something like that. But then November nineteenth. Does anybody know us on November nineteenth? Ich nicht weisen. I'm guessing that means no in German. Uh, Nikki, do you get know us? November? I don't
1: know yet. Is it your birthday?
0: Uh, i don't
1: know i don't know is it a trick uh, question if it was not my
0: birthday i wouldn't want to put my birthday publicly out um for the amazon sleuths to know um it is the release of the wheel of time amazon's other fantasy (laughs) show Uh, i
1: i was just looking at that too because i just got tagged in another fan cast and i was like oh it's the 19th i'm actually so excited about it now i'm so ready (laughs) i started reading it's great love it (laughs) recommend
0: yeah hey and ken we were on that italian podcast um yesterday if we didn't oh, God. It. yeah it was really fun that doing that um there, there is um the italian yeah. um they're basically another tolkien channel they're just doing more discussions but um it was interesting because i think one of the questions was around marketing when will the show start and um early I
2: 2022 don't...
0: wasn't it yeah but i think that was do you think that was in proportion to the release date
2: being early yeah but it was close to the release date being and i think they ho- already had an idea of when because it says um us Fall 2022 um so they they already had an idea of when they were going to release it but so i think we'll see something early 2022 um middle
0: 2022 but, probably yeah, but i think i don't unless you know this might be i mean we might be saying this while amazon's already released something but i don't see them taking the thunder away from wheel of time while it's been released and it's being released weekly i think i don't think they'll take the thunder away from that for quite a while for example release something quite big around lord of the rings on prime and then um then just say okay then um okay episode three of the weird times out please check that out but then here is maxine baldry as a silver in a character image it's like i don't i don't see them doing that that means which oh. is why i think it would take until um either really late december when the show has uh weird time has stopped ever air- premiering or going into early um yeah. early 2022 but um Ken actually had I a really good think. Ken actually had a really good idea on the Italian podcast and I think he knows what it is don't say it because I want to hear Nikki's thought on that but so Nikki um, Ken's idea for marketing is that September 2nd 2022 but September 2nd is well first of all uh, Nikki do you know what that is? let's see.
1: Oh that's the release date I yes. will say it
0: wasn't yes. my yes. idea yeah, yes and no what, what, yeah, what else is it?
1: Uh, Tolkien died that day
0: yeah, Talking died that day. And then. Yes. And then.
1: I feel like I'm being. I feel like I'm at school now <laughs> having questions and quizzes. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so scared I'll answer wrong no, and everybody just, will hate.
0: It's building up. It's building up. We'll, we'll just edit <laughs> oh, it out if we don't. Oh, I'm it's, okay, it's
1: okay. It's okay. Let's
0: do this. <laughs> and then. Sept- do you know what September 3rd is? Um, not September. I'm not saying September 3rd. Um, February 3rd is. Uh, no, no, not February. January oh my 3rd. God. Do you know what January You're
1: confusing the <laughs> January third.
0: Yeah, January third.
1: Do I know what January third is? Is that the when Tolkien was born?
0: Yes, that's Tolkien's (laughs) birthday. So (laughs) a theory is should Amazon start marketing on Tolkien's birthday and then the show gets released on his death day. It sounds really morbid, but (laughs) is that what they're doing? I'm just like that is a possibility. Very
1: interesting. It is a possibility for sure. But I mean I mean, I don't know. That would be, that that would be it seems pretty much morbid, the first time but... in history something like that has ever happened, wouldn't it? Like
0: yeah, probably, unless like um, a Shakespeare play was um, yeah, you know, or a
2: centenary type thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But, I'm thinking like it's either that or it's a year perspective. So they're starting. Uh, no, they can't start. Oh, it's, yes. already oh, it's already sorry, bypassed September. Though. It's already past November. In
0: November, basically. Um, so. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was thinking. Um, oh, sorry. Go on.
1: Christmas? No, I don't know. That would be a great Christmas. present. So, for Amazon, if you want to give me a Christmas present, if anyone over there cares, uh, that would be a much appreciated. <laughs> no, I'm just
0: kidding. Give Nikki her Christmas present. So, um, give
1: Tolkien community their Christmas present. Put it that way. Uh, give us yeah. something exciting. Mm-hmm.
2: I do no. want to say, it wasn't my idea. It was uh, Luke's, wasn't it? I'm Who's sure. Luke?
1: Um, I am your father. <laughs> no,
2: not, not that look. More like. I'm not uh, that one. Okay. I can't. I can't. I can't do I'm not very good at Italian, so I won't even attempt it. So,
0: yeah. Oh, Luca! Oh, from the Italian podcast. Oh, amazing! Yes. yes amazing. Um. So yeah, shout out to Luke from the. Um. I shouldn't be saying Italian podcast. It was. It was Tolkien Italia. I think was a YouTube channel and Radio mm. Bre, your Um. I think was as well partnering. And so, yeah, make I'll leave a link to that in the description.
2: Um, so we know that, and we've revealed that on uh, Talking Italia, that um, Isildur, who's a very young Isildur indeed, is going to have like actually three kind of buddies, male buddies, um, who you know. The four friends kind of kind of suggests the four hobbits actually, but you, you get the point. They're giving Isildur like this group that he can run scenes with. So that's that's. There isn't much to be made there, but at this point, at least, without context, but still, it's it's very interesting.
1: Hmm. They are definitely using some form of formula. I suppose, like I said, if it works, why change it, right? Um,
2: yeah, and parallels are a good thing sometimes, dramatic parallels. Um,
1: yeah, and I mean, it makes sense. Like, he would have friends, right? People have friends. People have people they hang out with on a regular basis. And it might be one, or it might be 10, or it might be 20. So, uh Yeah.
2: Yeah, it it does bring up the issue. We we don't often often think of it because we think of what's in the canon. But like a lot of these characters are going to have friends that are not in the canon, they're going to have wives, sons. Uh, That's um, what I'm um, excited about
1: because, you know, because in a TV series, you have the opportunity to build a rich life around the character, which means that even though only the main character is the person who's actually been written about. You can make so many storylines intertwined with their storyline that um, aren't necessarily 100% canon, as in they were written word for word in the books, but they're still following the character along on their journey. As long as they don't interfere with the hero's journey, I guess you can say, I'm perfectly fine with them being there. I mean, it's it's great. Who's because going to interfere with my journey?
0: sorry who who was not interfering with my journey
1: uh with your journey (laughs) that that would be me that would be me Uh, me and hen and everyone else who on this podcast
0: no one get the joke
1: well you said
0: you said you're interfering on the hero's journey so yeah
1: yeah and, and i i got the joke and i took it seriously
0: oh i'm really flattered thank you (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> 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 all right
0: is all right Ken is still in the dark yeah. i left I forget about him anyways okay so um but yeah sorry continue i'm, I'm biding for no reason
1: <laughs> it's all right it's all right i was just getting excited about um i guess as an actor as well it's very exciting um both to get to see it and to be aware that there are going to be a lot more parts um than what's described in the books so it's, more it's kind of necessary
2: really um yeah it is. Like, uh, it is, yeah. You like have Isildur, to, have Isildur, Isildur his... has children. He's yeah. Have a wife.
1: Yeah. And there's going to be a backstory there about how they met, uh, what happened there. Like if we start with the young Isildur, then of course we're going to see how he sort of became the man he was at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's not all going to be good. It's not all going to be bad. He's going to have his boss, He's going to have his great moments. Um, I mean, up until the point where we meet him in the Fellowship of the Ring, um, he has done a lot of good things and a lot of great things and he's a good person. So it's kind of um, his backstory and telling it so that people want to follow him. And the same with Galadriel, the same with every other main character of this show. So, um, yeah, just just mm-hmm. build it, bring it up and make it magical, Amazon because we're waiting
0: Mm -hmm. i think we can all agree with that so we have got five minutes left so i think there's nothing else better to do than some would you rathers what do you, you guys do you think (laughs) <laughs> oh. all right
1: bring it on bring it on <laughs> i think out would... of
0: everyone it was you two who hated it the most as well which is um um quite the funny thing but would you rather fight um two bowog sized golems what? or a thousand, golem-sized bowogs. No, not a bo- hundred. golem bo- golem-sized bowogs. But you get. That, like... that, that
1: question just confused me.
0: <laughs> two, golem-sized bowogs. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it was two bowog-sized golems. Golems. So yeah, you got. Sounds
1: like you're saying bowel-sized. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> okay. uh... That's all I'm hearing. Okay, I'm like, okay. what? Okay, can we here? do this? Would you rather see um, the yeah. Baron and Luthien storyline or the uh, backstory of Arwen and Aragorn? Um, oh, okay,
2: that's. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go on. Wait a minute. Half thing, just repeat it again so I make sure I, I got it.
1: Would you rather see the Baron and Luthien storyline or would you see the uh, uh, Arwen and uh, Aragorn backstory?
2: I would say I, I have some issues with Baron and Luthien for the screen because it has some fairy tale elements that would be very difficult to make. Like uh, you know, they they shape and all that sort of and, and all oh, the, still the the still singing the and stuff. That's quite funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but pieces. otherwise, it's it's a better story than just having the backstory and just a bit of backstory to a story that we otherwise already have. So yeah, I'd, I'd say Baron and Luthien to be sure.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a really beautiful.
2: No, yeah, a, the, nice. The fairy tale elements of it throw me off a bit, but but I think Tolkien, if he had more time, he'd have, he'd have ironed them out. He would have, he would have found other solutions because his other stories don't have anything like that, not really.
1: Yeah, uh, true. So. Like it's the most magical part of it, but I I kind of feel like like the first stage is very magical, and then it gradually sort of yeah, the
2: other... The yeah. other first-stage first stories don't really have that. Like, the touring story doesn't really have those elements. Uh, damn but, it. Um...
0: You were going yeah. to stolen my next one, so I've got a really cursed one. Would you Ooh. rather be Faramir from the movies, where he's basically disowned by your father, or be Huron hanging on, um, just being hung by Melko while seeing what happens to your family?
1: Uh, Faramir, for sure. Sorry, I mean, the the um, oh, of yeah, course. Maybe
0: getting hung is maybe gives a
1: <laughs> gives that's it away. A I mean. That's the obvious choice here. He, of course, he gets his own by family. His, his father, but his father is crazy anyway, so we're just moving on. His love affair with the tomato, we're just, it's just completely uh, forgettable. Um, but yes, Faramir for sure. hmm He survives and he finds happiness and he becomes happy. So. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's not, so it's it's not it's not yeah, it's not it's not like Turin and, and Zygmunt and all those kinds of really, really unlucky characters. <laughs> mm. Indeed. So
0: um me and Nikki have done one soin it is your turn for one. You, oh. I bet you're not going to have one. Okay, so um,
2: I'll. I'll hey, try let me one. think. I can't think of one off offhand, but since we've done the two big tails, I'll try and think of someone that has to do with the with the last of them, which would be. Hmm, let me think. Mm. Um.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I've got. Would. Good.
2: would oh, you mean? have one. Let's, okay.
0: Let's hear it. Ooh, ooh. Would you rather be one of the Dunedain Rangers with Aragorn or be one of the, um, one of, uh, uh, Thorin's, Thorin's folk, so the company, Thorin's company who set off to, um, reclaim arable would you rather be a dunadine ranger which helps they come and actually help mm-hmm. it's not in the movies actually but in the lord of the rings books for some of you who don't know the Dunodine rangers actually come and actually help they free south um gondor and then they come along with aragon instead of them just peter jackson making them kill uh base do some random thing with the army of the dead so um so yeah would you so long story short would you rather be a Dunedin Ranger? With Aragon and be that part or be one of um, Thorin's reclaiming Erebor.
2: I have a huge amount. Yeah, let's hear Nikki's, so I'm very eager.
1: What I just said, Junodain, and That's what I want to be.
2: Junodine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, I have a huge. I have a huge amount of personal identification with the dwarves um, of Thorin's company. Okay. You know, reclaiming their homeland. <laughs> that sort of I thing. don't laugh. Very. It's, it's very personal oh, yeah. to me, so yeah, I'd definitely be one of the dwarves. Um, so, so dwarves,
0: yeah. dunodyne and I'll go Dunodine as well because, um, yeah, I don't know really. But okay, here's an interesting one. Would you rather be Thorin's folk or be in the Fellowship?
2: I'd still want to be Thorin's folk. I, I just, I find their objective just a little bit more personally relatable because you know they're trying to get their home back mm-hmm. I, I, I like that that's very, reminds me of stories that I grew up on actually Indeed. I just very... want to
1: be Legolas
0: <laughs> well, we've got some cosplay of you, do you want to put on screen right now? of you looking a oh, bit what, like a cosplay. Legolas yeah?
1: wait, I I look like a female version of Legolas
0: yeah, uh, it's 2021 can we have a female? Mm. yeah, screen? let's
1: just do a gender flip Gen- let do it stuff.
2: Would you rather be a dwarf, Denzin of Erebor, or a Gondorian of Minas Tirith? It
0: depends when... It,
2: when depends it, when... It, I, at times of relative peace, let's say, <laughs> in both okay. cases. Okay, n- not not, a, not in the middle of a dragon attack or something.
0: Um, and same for Gondor as Are we going to have the height of Gondor? Are we going to go through the Great Plague? Are we going to... You know when they lose uh, reasonably peaceful, uneventful yeah. times. Okay then. So I would say, wait, was it Dwar- Dwarf Erebor?
2: Erebor, yeah, because you brought the company, so that came to mm-hmm. mind.
0: I. This sounds really. Um, it, it, I might just make the answer weird, but I'd rather be, um, a Gondorian, but just for the fact that I'd hate to stay in a cave for that long. That and yeah. ridiculous, but and I it's just, underground. Yeah, yeah underground. You're stuck in a hole, and yeah, Gondorian. It's a pretty
2: big hole, but
0: sure. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I get the point. But Nikki, uh, what's your answer?
1: Well, Gondorian, because um, uh, I haven't seen uh, female dwarves, but uh, I've heard a rumour that they might have beards, and I I don't. (laughs) Uh, So I, I think Gondorian. Yes.
0: You wouldn't be the first on-screen female dwarf, would you? Be that, Nikki.
1: Well, if that's what it takes for Amazon to hire me Of course yes Oh, okay. yeah. Should oh, you pay a game it. of What
0: extent will Nikki go to To be on Lord of the Rings Do you want to pay that game Oh, fin- my, God. <laughs> I'm joking.
1: oh my gosh no don't do that <laughs> No I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> You don't uh, want to know
0: yeah, oh. Well okay
1: <laughs> anyways um,
0: <laughs> It's been a really really fun, I think um, it's been We've actually discussed probably more Than I thought we were going to We've hit a lot a lot of different things So and it's just been us three today no talking to you but penguin so uh, but i think it's still been quite fun i suppose so thank you hen for coming on oh thank you great to have you on as always and also thank you to nikki
1: always a pleasure
0: and of course uh, nikki and hen's links will both be in the description below make sure to check them out and um we have got with us an aspiring actor and an aspiring academic or maybe already an academic who knows while over here you have an aspiring um sleuth so thank you guys for watching i really appreciate it please like and subscribe but until the next podcast my friends goodbye